You ready to get started? Let's go for it. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. How do you do? Hi. Uh, I was late with the podcast today, so I want to apologize. And uh, I didn't mean to do that, but today... You don't need to apologize. You always have a reason. I just think I'm going to delete it out of my calendar because it's held at a certain time. Right. And then I'm holding space for something that never happens during those hours. It's true. It's It's like an ever-moving target. It's more like... On Thursdays, at some point, we should record the podcast. That's true. So, so. I might move it. Okay. But um, summer's here. It's really hot. It's so fucking hot. Sweet Jesus. Just like the man who fixed our gate said to me, mm-hmm. the devil's coming to Texas and he's bringing his air conditioning. I think that's... You keep changing what it was. I don't think that's what he said. That's what you told me. When you came inside, you told me, it's like the devil comes to town and brings his air conditioning and he won't leave. Yeah, well, I... I I forgot that part. Oh, I was like, you just say like different versions of it all the time. <laughs> and um, the devil has come to town. Yeah. Oh, boy. And he won't leave. Playing the fiddle outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He I didn't took go Roxy. down to Georgia. He came down to, to Texas. Right. I took Roxy across the street. And mm-hmm. boy, oh, boy. She's agitated. She's chasing lizards. She's oh, drooling my. everywhere. Let's just dig into puppy parlance because sure. it's been a lot. So if you guys don't know, we have construction going on over our garage, which which is like technically in our backyard like it's off to the side and that's where she usually roams about and does her thing and she can't do that anymore because we have people back there right and there's also shit flying around and well she eats the stuff yeah and ray was so nice he was telling us to get one of the things you got the rolly magnet thing oh yeah that's what they're really it's actually kind of fun it's like a zen moment you pick up uh you know nails or scrap metal it picks it's a big magnet with wheels on the sides and you roll it slowly and it picks up like nail screws yeah like a broom handle and yeah. but it's it's satisfying because the grass is getting longer because we can't cut it because uh we don't have access to that area yeah it's all blocked off right now and as i push it you hear things like it's almost like the guys that walk along the beach, at least in LA and in Santa Monica, they'd be always be people walk along the beach with a metal detector. It's almost like that. Yeah. But a little different. No wedding rings, mainly nails. Yeah, there's nothing really exciting in our backyard. Not yet. Bunches of junk. But anyway, because she can't be back there because there are people there and there's work that's being done, we have to take her on walks. and Which is good anyways, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to clean up my act with the high cholesterol, go for a walk couple of times a day just get the legs moving so i'm not sitting at the computer editing yep because we're pretty sedentary our job's pretty sedentary um i wash my hands every day i'm very sanitary not sanitary oh sed- sedentary oh. totally different anyway um so we take turns walking her and it's been really crazy hot and i'll walk her around maybe 20 30 minutes i'm gone yeah i walk her like on this loop around our like neighborhood And by the time we get back, because it's so hot, it's almost like 100 degrees. She's like dying. Like she's so hot. Her tongue's like hanging outside. (laughs) And then she'll like drink water, have a nap. And I'm like, good. Because her fur is, you know, a blackish red sort Mm -hmm. of, I think, and just hear me out. Mm -hmm. We get a space blanket. We make her wear that. So it reflects the sun off of her. It's going to keep her hot. A space blanket keeps you hot. Well, not if you turn it inside out, then it reflects. No. Okay. Well, what if we wrap her in tinfoil? No, why are you trying to keep the heat in? You need to put a damp white t-shirt over her. Yeah, something like that, for Mm -hmm. sure, for sure. A radiator. But anyway, so is that them? Oh, that's them outside. I thought it was Roxy. Anyway, so we take her on walks multiple times a day. And 
I talked about this last week, how she, it didn't quite latch on her harness and she ran free. I think I talked about this. At least I talked about it on my Insta stories. So follow me on Instagram if I didn't talk about it. So I was a bad dog mom then. But then today, that little motherfucker who deemed herself out of her harness, because I don't fuck around with the just the collar. I harness her because she's pretty good on a leash these days. But if she's a lizard or also she saw a cat and she chased the cat and then I felt bad for the kitty, but it ran in the tree and then was like, what are you doing? But lizards, squirrels, kitty cats, she goes running. Well, the lizards move so fast. Mm-hmm. They're like greased lightning. They zip. And Fast she knows which bushes have them. Mm-hmm. So when I take her to the park. Which bushes? That was hard. Which bushes? Which bushes? Yeah. It's like you have, it's like you have hey the invisible line, not me. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, but she knows which bushes. So she goes mm-hmm. right to those. And mm-hmm. she starts pushing four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. She's pulling, pulling. And then she does her thing where she springs up in the air and comes straight down with her head. She pounces like a fox. Yeah, it's really cool. So today, there was none of that. No. There was no, there was pulling. And I always hold her back and I just stop moving. Because what our trainer said is when she does pull, you just have to stop. It's called red light, green light. I stop. She usually lets up and then we go again. And then it won't be much longer and then she'll pull again. But she gets better as she gets tired. But today she's particularly rowdy. And on our walk, she saw, I think it was a lizard. To be honest, I didn't see shit, so I don't know what it was. But in this little group of bushes that was like hiding in an electrical box or something at a neighbor's house. She runs off of the fence or off of the sidewalk into that bush area. And then I pull on, I say, no, Roxy, no. And I pull on leash. And what comes out, you guys? Her fucking harness. Oh, she got out of the harness. Without her. And I I felt it happen and I saw her because she dipped her. So, you know, when dogs pull, they like, they bend their arms. And it puts like her little doggy elbows down kind of like down dog a little bit she put her little doggy elbows down and ducked her head and i I don't know how it it all happened so fast but and then i was like freak i'm like i had coffee like a little travel coffee is this your first podcast yours just dinged a minute ago no mine's on silent yours keeps dinging i checked mine (laughs) i was like why are you being so rude turn your ear off mine is always off no Anyways, somehow she got out of her harness and I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I had like a poop bag. She'd already pooped. So I set that down. I set my coffee down. I like, I, I call for her, like whistle, whistle, like try to get her make kissy noise. Also, and she just comes out of the bushes like nothing and lets me like put her in like a headlock because I'm like, oh my God. And then I, I have to unsnap her harness and then re-snap it on her. And she just sits there while I do it. Just like, I don't know. I felt like she was sassing me. A lot of personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish I had a doggy Bjorn because I would put her in it. Oh, you look like such a dork, though. I don't care. Sometimes she gets out of control and I don't have like any way to deal with her. Yeah. But I was like, I got to tighten that harness, I guess. Well, it's Texas. Hear, hear me out on this one. Mm-hmm. A doggy lasso. So you're walking. It's called a lasso, but that's okay. A what? lasso. <laughs> a lasso. Is it? Yeah. No. Is that what you're on this? Yeah. A lasso. A lasso. I'm going to have to look it up more. I have to do, have Google tell us because I. So <laughs> you'd be, you know, in Western gear, walking down the sidewalk. Wow, 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 wow. And there'd be like a tumbleweed. Coming down the sidewalk. Yeah. Lasso. Hmm. Lasso. I blame 
Canada for that. <laughs> Lasso. <laughs> well, I was like, so, what are you talking about? <laughs> no. I was 47 years old when I learned that. <laughs> can learn. They say you can't teach old dogs new tricks, but you can teach them all the time. Right. Uh, yeah, so you'd be walking down the, the sidewalk in your Western gear and your spurs would, you know, jingle jangle. That and sounds then very hot. Your dog, well, what do you think the cowboys did in this weather? They didn't just go into some saloon with air conditioning. They they were outside rustling the cattle, you know? This is a whole different scenario. Well, so our, <laughs> Do you think they had dogs on leashes? No, but I'm saying you, you get a small little lasso and you put it on your hip. Look and, at you learning new words. Yeah, and if Roxy, Roxy gets away, you're like, freeze, partner. And then, you know, you and you throw it out and you and you, you rope her, you know, like a steer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Can you imagine the neighbors would have mad? They'd be like, oh, my goodness. Look at that Texan. You know, you'd fit right in. I think they'd be like the Californians are getting weirder. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say here? Hook them high or hook, no hook them. Hook them. Hook mean, them, Dano. No, it's not. <laughs> On a lot of things, it'll say rope them or hook them. But hook them. I want to say. Isn't it because of the longhorns? Hook them. Hook them up. I'm not a Texan. I don't know. I do. Light them up, Julian. Damn. Bam. Bam. <laughs> we learned it was bam. We kept saying damn. Yeah. Um, it's the Trailer Park Boys. Anyway, I should have a lasso or something. I need to have cheese on my person at all times, I guess. Oh, a cheese but lasso. She didn't run this time. Thank God. Luckily, we were almost done with our walk. So she was like already hot and like probably wanted to come home. But damn. My technique when she's doing that uh, bad behavior is I just change directions. I don't even pay attention. And I just start walking or start walking in the other direction. And then as soon as she starts walking, following me, I change direction again. So she's like, she gets very confused by the changes. I've done that. In this case, again, it was squirrel slash lizard situation. Right. And she got out of her apparatus yeah there was no changing direction this dog i tell you what a lot of work very stubborn but that's puppy parlance for the most part oh except for Mm -hmm. the uh oh god so sean can deal with doggy vomit easy peasy lemon squeezy sean cannot deal with doggy poop in the house and i don't know what the fuck she got into but two days ago so she pooped in her crate and of course when she poops in her crate it's not like solid turds it's just like it's like sick poop like she she ate something she shouldn't have i don't know what it was we we had her to the vet anyway for like her her uh essentially what her physical but they called a wellness check she's good don't worry but i have to deal with it because sean cannot i've got a weak stomach when it comes to uh, the smell of because i walk out in the morning you know you were he usually deals the with the construction workers yeah. now. So it used to be we'd toggle back and forth who got her up first. Yeah, it was like Russian roulette, you know. But now it's like, <laughs> well, now it's more, I mean, honestly, we both have to get up because there's just too much shit going on. We got like people at the house. It's just chaos. And so we end up both getting awake. But he goes out to let the construction, blah, 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 the construction workers through the gate. And so he'll get up to talk to them. And so he usually lets Roxy out right now. And that particular morning, mm-hmm. there was an odor, a foul odor that was just wafting and it went, through the room. It was, and I was like, like, it was like two weeks is, ago, she pooped again. Yeah. That one was way worse. It was so much more poop. Yeah. Like a pitcher of uh, dung water, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like iced tea, but it wasn't iced tea. But Sean, like, because he 
because you can't handle it. He's like not thinking clearly. And I was just like, stop trying to do I'll de- I'll deal with it. We need to take this out. This needs to be taken outside and hosed off because her crate is pretty contained when it like it has a you can even pull a tray out from under it and hose that out. But she like doesn't want it in her crate. So she like poos kind of in it, but out the corner onto the carpet. So I was like, just help me get this outside. So I hosed everything off, washed her blankets and her bedding and all that stuff. I washed her. Mm-hmm. I, I did that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Took her in the bathtub. and She didn't look, I'd already hosed her a little and she didn't look too, but it was on her blankets on the other side of the crate. So I knew she'd gotten into it and then yeah. laid down. And I, was I like, felt bad for her. I don't know how long she was in there, but. She maybe- doesn't bark or whine. That's the thing is she doesn't tell us. No. It's crazy. Like the one time she peed in the back of the car, you guys, she made one whine. Hmm. And we were like, what was that? And we were, we just had her with us. We were running errands. It wasn't even she needed, didn't even need to be in the car. To be clear, she's only done this three times in a year. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. two of them were in two week span. It's because she's eating garbage from outside. And we do our uh, best to pick everything up and follow her. And like, she's not out very much. No, but I think she's eating uh, oak branches. Yeah, so they we cut know our trees. Hmm. Yeah, she was really, you know, and, and you try and get it away from her, mm-hmm. but she grabs it and runs. And We tried to tell our veterinarian that she is allergic to oak, and she was like, I don't think that's what's causing her problems. Remember? Oh, no, but the vet uh, this week the, mm. it was a different one. She thought it was. Because mm. I said, look, she gets red in the face and, you know. Her tummy. Yeah. Yeah. Her eyes get bleary. Yeah. Anyway, so, so she's having an allergic reaction to all of her uh, malfeasance for malfeasance's sake. And there's feces for feces sake. <laughs> so we should probably move on because <laughs> people okay. are probably like, ooh, this is a. Needless to say, we've got to get the carpet out of our house as soon as possible because it's just. I think I'm going to take an exacto knife and just uh, a knife and just cut that chunk out. What? And have like. Bear. Whatever's underneath there is There's probably staples better. and shit. You can't do that. Yeah. Those nail, the strip of what oh, they yeah. call those, like nail board or something. Hmm. We just need to get it taken care of soon. So we are trying to figure out if we can afford that. Because <laughs> she keeps shitting on the carpet. <laughs> and I have all the things. Uh, don't You don't have to tell me. We have all the things. From the thing that's made for dogs that poo, I scrub it out, I clean it up. Then we have baking soda. Then I have the urine destroyer, poo destroyer. We have all the things. All it does, I think, is it just wets the carpet and makes it seep out further. There's no way it's all coming up because, like I told you, I scrub and scrub and there's nothing more and it still stinks. So yeah. it's somewhere in there. What's that smell? It's doo-doo. <laughs> doo on you. It's a new candle called dog poop. Yeah. <laughs> right? You've got your candle. Ood dog. Ood dog. Ood doo-doo. Ood doo-doo. Uh, we, so what is that candle, that fancy brand that you have? Mm. Which one, the red one or the yeah. white one? Oh, uh, Volia Spa. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even that candle can't mask it. And it's a nice, strong smelling candle. It's right. my favorite. It's that orange and Taroko tur- orange or yeah. Taroko orange or something. Mm-hmm. Well. So th- that's puppy parlance. It's been a rough little bit poopy and, parlance poopy parlance and i feel bad for her because that day she was just super tired and yeah it was just anyway right so we don't let her out much in the backyard at all like if at all and she just but she really is annoyed that she isn't going out there and i'm like dude if you do that you you poop and yeah. it's not good <laughs> that's what alicia told you mm-hmm. yeah 
just don't let her out. And you're yeah, like, she's like, but. And I said, uh, she goes, the price is too high to pay. Or I said, oh, it's a pain in my butt to have to walk her everywhere. And um, and she was like, well, I think the poop is a bigger pain. <laughs> I've been practicing my Spanish with Alicia. It's getting a little bit better. Yeah, it's cool to see you conversing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're conversant. Yeah. She, I, I'm not great. Um, Alicia is our housekeeper. She comes uh, twice a month. And so I've been trying to talk to her more and more. And she is trying to, she tries to speak English. We like teach each other. It's kind of fun, yeah. but I'm not very good at it. But she, I think she appreciates that I try. <laughs> but sometimes I say the wrong words or she'll say something to me. And it like, it takes extra focus for me to listen in Spanish and reply in Spanish. And so like she was getting ready to leave the other day and she was saying a bunch of stuff to me. And I was like, I like wasn't. And so then she said a little bit of English in it because her she has trouble with English too. And so she said a little bit. I was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, CCC. Sí, sí, sí. I was like, lo siento. You know, I wasn't paying attention. Like, missed that. Anyway, I'm trying. I'm getting better. That's cool. But yeah, I had to tell her. It was funny. I was trying to think of how to tell her that Roxy pooped because there was baking soda all over the carpet and I wanted to explain it to her. And I was like, danger. <laughs> Mas caca. No, I, I was just like early in the morning, you know, but... <laughs> It was pretty much, I was like, I think it's temprano, a la mañana. I forget how, I have to think about it. I'm too tired. It's too late in the day. My brain is shutting down. Powering down. Anyway, so that's the poopy parlance. I know nobody, you know, you don't want to hear more about that. But she has, she's continuing to talk to us, Roxy is. Yeah. And she's, the tug of war games, the Mm -hmm. battles at night. Whoa. Man, she's getting strong. Yeah, burst of energy at like 830. Yeah. Yeah. She's fun. She is. It makes it all worthwhile. Our little baby the girl. The difficult moments make it a little bit more fun mm-hmm. when you have the fun moments. No. <laughs> something like that. The difficult moments. Well, it's the fun moments make the difficult moments not that big of a deal. You want to hear something that happened in the news, or not in the news, and it happened a very long time ago, but there was a discovery made. A very long time ago? Well, the thing Penicillin. happened. Penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that long ago. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, a giant sinkhole mm-hmm. found in China mm-hmm. has hidden forest with ancient trees growing at its floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really beautiful. So there's a hole in the ground mm-hmm. in China. Mm-hmm. It's massive. And there's a forest underground. Is it growing? Because don't the sinkholes grow? Mm, I don't think so. Oh. Mm. But at the bottom of the newly discovered 630 foot sinkhole lies a hidden forest, lush with shoulder high flora and tall trees. How, who went down there? That poor Some person. Some dude named Steve. The poor like, person they sent down there. Right. I don't Might not go down see there. you again, yeah. right? What if there's a, an animal down there that has been protected? Like he, he's, it's like a a protected environment, right? Like what if there's some weird saber-toothed tiger down there or something that I mean, didn't go ex- extinct? You know I what got, I'm saying? Uh, maybe. Sure. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. I was like, I wanted to go. I, I saw the photos like I'm ready to go there. No. But now I'm. I'm second. Yet. That's why women live longer. I'm like, come on, let's go down, grab a rope. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who's the poor schmuck they sent down <laughs> let me there? Up, let me up, Kitty. 
Tug twice. Tug twice. Oh, my God. Yeah. As you pull it up, it's just a bloody stump of my arm. No, don't talk like that. That's terrible. But yeah, stuff like that. I'm like, uh, Um, send down the robot first. And I want to see on the camera what's down there. Yeah, that's a good idea. How are the trees growing? Because if it's a sinkhole. It's just a giant. Is it an open? Yes. Okay. It didn't like collapse because the ones that they have like all over Orange County, didn't they have a ton of like sinkholes? Like. Didn't a house get eaten up and the one like slid off a hill? Those are landslides. They're they just not, have uh, landslides. There's sinkholes. no sinkhole. Right. There are sinkholes though in that area. I I'm feel like I'm sinking of something right now. I'm thinking of a house that got sunk. I know in Mexico they have sort of uh, setups like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they you go scuba diving or something like that. But anyways, yeah. I thought it was wild. Uh, in the news. Oh, remember we were talking about aliens last week? There's a lot of sinkholes in California. Are there? Yeah, yeah, you sink your money into it. There's a large sinkhole to open up in South Los Angeles neighborhood after a main water break flooded several streets. Oh, yeah. Um, that was in 2021. Um, there's been a lot of them. There are four in Northern California. Hmm. There's, there are some in Orange County. Four of them, looks like. No, three. Anyway, there's a lot. Needless to say, so many sinkholes mm. <laughs> what were you saying go ahead oh um i was listening to your your oh. count your your audit of the california it looks sinkhole. like there's sinkholes in arizona florida everywhere i mean i think maybe it's just a common geological issue yeah, i wonder if it happens does anybody know do we have any professionals out there did they happen along like fault lines or something or maybe just pockets in the ground Maybe where there's like aquifers or something. Oh, that could be it. Mm -hmm. I know in Montreal, there's a instance in the 1990s, I believe, Mm -hmm. where there were bank robbers. Yeah. And they tunneled from one side of the street across the street to get into the bank. Mm. But the thing fell in on them. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I don't, well, I don't know if they were in it when they fell in, but But they couldn't get through. They got trapped on their own. I think the police discovered a, you know, an operation in progress mm-hmm. or a deal, but the guys weren't there when it happened. Oh, they gotcha. went for uh, steamies and puts in down makes the street. Yeah. Totally makes sense. But anyways, um, that reminds me of the little hole between the Culver, the Culver hotel, isn't oh. it? Or the Culver city hotel. I think yeah. it's just the Culver hotel. But anyway, um, for they created a tunnel and I wonder, it probably still exists for, uh, from the Sony studios, CBS, CBS studios to the Culver hotel for the cast of the Is wizard of oz when they yeah mm-hmm. right when they were filming they didn't want the cast to be you know yeah because people were like waiting out which is kind of funny to think that people in that time were like waiting outside to see celebrities but everybody always did i guess and so mm-hmm. they let the cast go through this little tunnel system from the studios to the culver hotel wild mm-hmm. we represent the, uh, the uh, tunnel crew the tunnel crew right okay. what were you gonna say Oh, uh, well, it's kind of anticlimactic because the um, they did the, uh, uh, the 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 thing up on Capitol Hill, you know, mm-hmm. with the uh, aliens, where they were going to talk about, you know, what they know and what they don't know, mm-hmm. and they didn't really say anything. They just said we don't know what it is, and it, you know, it was a, a day of hearings, I think, or like an hour and a half of open session hearings, and then a lot of the answers, like, well, we can't answer that. We'll tell you about it in the oh, closed so it wasn't door even hearings. helpful. It was kind of like at least they were saying. There's stuff we don't know what it is. 
Okay. I feel like they already released stuff like that where they're like, aliens exist. We don't know what they are. Yeah. It was strange. Okay. Just to go back to the Wizard of Oz thing, because mm-hmm. ever since the Wizard of Oz was filmed at Culver City's MGM, MGM. Studios in 1939, right. rumors have swirled about the actors who portrayed the film's munchkins reportedly staying in the Culver Hotel. Legend has it that the munchkins threw wild parties at the hotel and used its underground tunnels to get to the studio. Oh, so they had the tunnels anyway. Oh, okay. And there's a guy in December of 2021 who put up a video about it. Hmm. YouTuber? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Went exploring. Grim Life Collective uploaded it. Hmm. Pretty Anyways. wild. I read something that was awful, but not in a bad way. But <laughs> uh, former How is e- something awful not in a bad way? Well, because it didn't happen to me. So. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Former eBay executive pleads guilty to harassment campaign involving live insects. The strange harassment scheme targeted publishers of a newsletter that was critical of eBay. Several eBay executives. Explain this more. Okay. I'm just reading an article. (laughs) Live insects. Right. So does that mean they like released live insects into their office? eBay's former director of global resiliency, David Harville, pleaded guilty to taking part in a bizarre harassment campaign. So he pled guilty. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was pled guilty, not pleaded. And I thought it was days, pled. Yeah. And these days I see pleaded in, in everything. I'm like, when did the word change? That's how I think I, like I've fallen into some parallel universe. Something. Everything's all screwed up here. It's pled guilty. Okay. So David Harville pled guilty to taking part in a bizarre harassment campaign, mm-hmm. which involved yep. sending live cockroaches, like cucaracha, spiders, a bloody pig face mask, what? and other strange items to a Massachusetts couple. Uh, couple. Harville is the last of seven, seven, count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eBay employees Mm -hmm. to plead guilty to harassing and stalking these people. What? Why were they stalking these people? Because the people were critical of eBay? They had a newsletter that was critical of eBay, so eBay was going to get them Uh, in 2020. I'm sure eBay can withstand some critical articles. Yeah. Like, I love eBay. Use it all the time. And haven't heard of said articles. Isn't that crazy? People are lunatics. In 2020, the Department of Justice charged former eBay employees Harville, James Baugh, Stephanie Pop, Brian Gip, blah, 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 the list goes on, uh, with devising a harassment campaign targeting these two people, the publishers behind a, a newsletter. Wow. The group's scheme was meant to intimidate them uh, because of the negative coverage. Let me go down here. This is insane. Okay, but hold on, because it, it what they did was weird. Um it's already weird, Sean. It doesn't have to get any weirder. Harville allegedly okay. took a flight from California to Boston okay. with the intent of driving to the Steiner's home, breaking into their garage, and attaching a GPS tracking device to their vehicle. Why? Because eBay cares? is insane. I mean, not everyone at eBay, but these, these, got, these executives they have are, to have been fired. Uh, Harville wasn't the only higher up involved either. Uh, Pop served as eBay's former senior manager of global intelligence. Hey, these names are stupid. Why too. does eBay have a manager of global intelligence and of global? What was the other one? The other guy was like global something else. Spider Man. It was just a stupid term for a weird job that probably means he makes a lot of money and does nothing. Gilbert was the ex senior manager of special operations. Gilbert, like the cartoon. Right, total Gilbert. Baugh worked as eBay's senior director of safety and security and spiders. <laughs> wow. He's probably the one who supplied the tracking device, huh? Mm-hmm, this guy, mm-hmm. he's, he knows security and safety 
And uh, Stockwell was a former manager for the company's global intelligence center. Dun, dun, dun. eBay is doing some weird stuff. But they That's they brought crazy. a bunch of insects um, to the, the, the house and they... They're weird. Anyways, they 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 got caught. So lesson <laughs> lesson learned there, kids. Don't how uh, they get caught? Also, like what a weird. What's like, wrong with people? I don't, yeah, it's. Come on, <laughs> eBay. You can do better. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all of eBay is like that. I'm sure there's lovely people. But, but the, the thing that's crazy it. about stuff like that is if you stoop down. So if someone tries to like shit talk you, by even acting revenge or acting out of revenge or trying to argue back or anything you look worse because you are you have the upper hand you are like the the bigger thing like ebay is arguably bigger than whatever the fuck that blog or newsletter who even reads newsletters nobody so they're a huge do you know what i mean and then to like stoop to and it it wasn't like it was just one executive like apparently a bunch of them from different divisions uh, Ted, this is uh, Dave over in Global Intelligence. We have a problem in Sector 7. Oh, you mean Boston? I'm on it. Hey, Sally, it's I'm going to not- need some tracking devices and spiders. Boop, 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 boop. Fred, can you drive me to the airport? We're going to get these people. What Whoa. year do you think this is? Yeah, boop, they, boop, boop, boop. What's happening? <laughs> well, he was on the computer. They were like... Oh, is that how is Yeah, that they were typing and like taking phone calls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was role-playing, but you, you get the picture, right, guys? I get the picture. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Mm, message sent. Beep, boop, boop, boop. But global intelligence at eBay. Uh, we've got a pair of dirty socks that are being sold. Really? What sector? Sector eight. Boop, 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 boop. Delete. Get them. Dun, 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 Book dun, them dun, dun. <laughs> Come up with your lasso. Lasso. <laughs> we got them. Lasso. Yeah, yeah, lasso. You're going to have to learn, relearn that word. A lasso for the assholes. You know? <laughs> okay. Um, let's get serious for a second. Okay. I'm serious. What? parents did before baby formula because now we have a baby formula crisis i don't even know what's causing it there's like a factory that manufactures it and well i don't know a lot of people were saying that it's only in the states that like in canada there's no shortage everywhere else is no shortage um oh we should buy some on ebay no people were just on amazon canada and buying it to get mm. it shipped to the states just okay. paying a little bit more or something but uh before formula there's breastfeeding but you can't just go back to it like if you've weaned your child meaning you no longer produce breast milk maybe there's a medicine you can get to like make it start again but oh like kevin in the office where where he's trying to make her uh, yeah lactate yes but no this is a really interesting article and i'm, I'm being serious about mm-hmm. this uh i i was curious like what's the issue can't can't people just you know uh breastfeed if you can't exactly no you know there's there's all sorts of problems well there's a lot of things first of all a lot of women can't or could for a while and can't anymore or they don't produce enough right so they need to supplement or they don't want to and so they never have and you can't like i said you can't just like start it again yeah and formulas come a long way it's actually really good you know it's full of nutrients and vitamins that if you aren't eating like a well-balanced diet as the mother you know formula is there for you yeah this article so, explains all of that mm-hmm. as well as kind of the history of how we got here um you know in reliance it's on expensive it. anyways it's, like it's expensive. expensive it's a quality product it does sometimes or it does lack some hormones uh and things like that but for the most part mm-hmm. i had no idea how high the infant mortality rate was prior to 
Yeah, formula. Formula, as well as there's like pre-formula. There were there were other things that were when they weren't very good. Formula no, when it first came out was that's why they said breast is best. There was this big ad campaign, which now people kind of utilize that old ad campaign to like make women feel bad about not breastfeeding or like women who can't feel guilty. Like I've had friends of all across the different spectrums of don't want to, aren't going to. Uh, some are like determined to breastfeed for a year. Some have to supplement, you know, supplement. There's all sorts of mom guilt and crazy chaos, especially. And also, who the fuck cares? I hate when people try to get involved in other people's lives that have nothing to do with them. Right. And but, there's the schedule. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's I mean, I don't really know anything about it, but it's it sounds after reading this article, I feel more informed. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's it's a real problem. Well, and it's it's also freeing for mothers, especially if you have to work. But even my friend Courtney, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm sick of being the 24-7 restaurant. I need a break. Mm-hmm. And like that gives, I mean, you can pump and have breast milk on hand, but it's also just nice to not have to be tethered. Like that's when we went to Palm Springs years ago. Abba scheduled that trip because she was officially done breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And she was like, praise Jesus. <laughs> I can leave my house, you know? Right. So... um, the the problem is mm-hmm. if there's not enough formula mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh hungry mouths because yes, hungry women may not be able to produce enough milk in general mm-hmm. and so uh they're you know they're, they're struggling with this and uh they got to they got to figure it out well what's the problem like i know probably the ingredients maybe is there a supply chain issue can't we buy some from somewhere else or something yeah like just do a quality test and see like right. I don't know this one's salty no not that kind of quality t- not a taste test Sean a quality like chemical profile what's right. in it blah 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 no, yeah that's true but I don't understand how this happened and I don't understand how we didn't see it coming and we probably did yeah and then why the fuck didn't our administration do anything about it they, you know what the government can't be there f- f- with every like the government shouldn't have oversight of everything the companies should have but something should have taken place or something. This is like a or big deal. There should be more than one main center, one big boob, you know? Uh, there are more. There's more than one big boob. But so. it sounds like it's one factory that's causing this hiccup. Mm. Yeah. But what was really interesting in the article for okay. me mm-hmm. was the history prior to breast milk mm-hmm. uh, or uh, prior to uh, formula. Formula. Well, yeah. wet nurses were a big thing. That was part of it. And there was also... Um, they they were doing something where it was they would take uh, animal milk mm-hmm. and then mixing it with uh, like cornmeal and then like you you uh, sorry there was uh, not acorn uh, walnut mm-hmm. they would make a walnut milk like water oh, in that like and then milk. and then they would soak that with uh, cornmeal mm-hmm. and that was a Native American supplement and they'd like put other things into it hmm. but like you know using whatever is available. And there's been adaptations since, like the pre-formula, mm-hmm. uh, and they were taking uh, cow milk and adding yeah, things to it. it. I'm sure. But that would spoil a lot, mm-hmm. and so a lot of kids were dying from, um, un, you know, unpasteurized. Uh, th- there's this whole history of it was really bad, and mortality rate for kids was like, I think it was 13 percent uh didn't make it to age five or something like that. Well, I mean, you all, we do know, like you know, they always say children and elderly are like the most vulnerable to things in general i'm talking no this is just feeding yeah it's about feeding a child but i'm just saying that like when we don't have like part of when you first have a child and i don't i'm not a doctor but there's like a period of time at the very beginning where you have to breastfeed or they i i, I think you have to they like encourage you because 
it helps the baby's immune system create itself. Right, like, you pass along mm-hmm. certain things. And I think there's just a lot of important things at that first period. But if you don't get that, let's say back in the day they didn't know this, and some women just didn't want to or couldn't or whatever, then then what? And then mm-hmm. you're even more susceptible to disease and things like that. Um, so living past the age of five, I think, has always been like a struggle until obviously modern day. But It's weird. You, I just you know it's out of sight out of mind i don't think about it mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden i'm hearing about it in the news and then i i saw someone was freaking out about it mm-hmm. on the news you know, because look if you can't afford if, if you can't get the products to feed your child mm-hmm. and you're not producing milk like what are you going to do right mm-hmm. and so it, it's quite the pickle we're in yeah and i don't know what like what do you know what happened at the factory like well, i don't know what the cause is mm, oh. i don't because that's what i was curious about because then there's also that the, the like there's certain children who are like lactose intolerant and right. can't have breast milk and they have to get this weird it's like i call it the stinky formula when i used to be a babysitter because i was like Ugh, it smells worse than like original formula which mm. also smells bad but anyway then parents are are forced to like decide how to feed their kid like which one do i give them and they're used to this one it's gonna cause upset stomachs and it's just a shit show literally wild mm-hmm. anyways that, that was in the news and i i was very curious about it yeah. Do so, they think it's going to get figured out? I would assume we're a pretty industrious nation. There's probably someone making a batch in their basement right now. You know, like uh, no, but I mean, like quality. Like, oh yeah, is I, Johnson and Johnson going to step up? What'd well, you do with all that COVID money? Like, tell us something. Do something. Jesus Christ, help, and, and help out. I probably don't have all the facts right, mm-hmm. but it sounds like one factory went down, and that's what caused like a supply shortage. But there's probably many manufacturers. But why did it go down? Why, Sean? Does anybody have any more information? We clearly are not informed and also have no plans to ever have children. So formula is never something we're going to purchase. But Hey, Katie, you you watched... uh, uh, Oh, really quickly. I had a funny thing happen at the nail salon. This was a couple weeks ago, right around Mother's Day. Because people my age usually have kids here. I feel like everybody has kids. um, And... I want no, I want that, not at all. And I was at the nail salon and it was like two days before Mother's Day or whatever. And the little lady, Linda, that does my nails, she was like, uh, you know, said, okay, have a good one. Oh, and happy Mother's Day. You know, your children are lucky to have you. And I was like, I'm not going to have a conversation. I was like, thanks. I just left. Oh, just like with the. <laughs> with the gardening. The Japanese maple. <laughs> I pretend to take like credit for things I don't do. Mm-hmm. But it was, I was like leaving. Like, what am I going to be like? Oh, no, I, I don't have any kids. Like, I'm a dog mom. I know, you know, it's like too much of a conversation to have. I was just like, okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. My kids are fucking lucky to have me. Right. Don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, why don't we get into some. Oh, you, there's one other thing. Mm-hmm. We'll go through it really quickly. Okay. But. I was on uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. and then from Instagram, it fed me into Zillow, and boy, oh boy, I I found a gem. Sean's addicted to Zillow anyway. It's true. I'm always looking at land. I, I don't have, have any land. I gotta have land. I have some land. <laughs> I want like hundreds and hundreds of acres. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to go like- In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of fucking nowhere. I know. I know. There's gonna be nothing there, but- <laughs> Gotta go northeast above Houston somewhere, or- Probably not even in Texas anymore. Oh, I you don't probably got to go into like Oklahoma. I don't know. I have no idea. Find a place that's Where's really hard to live cheap? in. I would like <laughs> hundreds of acres, but I only have thirty-five dollars. 
can well, how much can i get for this sir you can't get anything for that but you have to be real rural mm. like the more rural that they used to be such a hard word for me to say as a kid rural rural yeah because because we lived in a <clears throat> in a rural area rural. it's like we do rural. <laughs> but we lived in a rural area and I, they'd always i don't know it was just like a hard word to say and we were learning it in school and i was like Arr. So I, I stumbled upon the bed and breakfast dream. And mm-hmm. I know we've had this conversation. We're never going to open a bed and breakfast. I already saw your Instagram stories. Did you? Oh, it's a nice property. I didn't look at it. Oh. I just saw your photo. Like, I'm not going to go down your rabbit hole. You already went down that rabbit See hole. See how pretty that is? It is pretty. Yeah, but why don't we just live there instead of like Well, because it's it. already set up as a bed and breakfast. It's mm-hmm. uh, like faulty towers. I like the porch. It's beautiful. The porch is pretty. Do you want to go? We're going to go look at it. We, won't, we wouldn't buy it because we don't have that money. But. but is it running? Could we stay there? Um, no, I think it's, it's for really sale. It's really beautiful. I know. It's like a real... Just because it's for sale doesn't mean it's not still running. Admin Lauren could could run the front of the house. I, I would watch TV. and uh, It's awfully... It is like Faulty Towers. It is. It looks just like it. Or The New Heart Show. Where is this? Is, oh, Pennsylvania. Milton, Pennsylvania. I don't know where that is, but... Me neither. No, I mean it's Pennsylvania. Really... Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's on the East Coast, but... So I know it because I had to go through... Philly, yes, which is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, yes. right? I came out of New York. Yep, go or left. no, no, I didn't come out. Of, I would DC, and you went straight across. Yeah. And we looked it up on a map, and it's essentially like Washington DC butts into Virginia, mm-hmm. and then off of that, almost like I don't, I don't know what else is here. I forget. There's another state, maybe Delaware. I have who who knows where Delaware is, but <laughs> then then Pennsylvania is over there. So it's like. It's East Coast, but it's not on the coast. It's in by like a state or yeah. two. Maybe New Jersey, then yeah. Pennsylvania. And it's like north yeah. of D.C. It's like northeast of D.C. Yeah. I know that you go past Vermont. So New Hampshire, then Vermont, and then, you know, to, no, you're to too the left north. of that. You're too north. Well, nor- south of go that. Go south. Pull down, Sean. <laughs> Pull, you're too high. <laughs> okay. You know, mm-hmm. there was a time not so long ago where people didn't have the internet and you couldn't look at Maryland maps Maryland and, and Delaware it does and run in but Delaware's on the water here right there's DC oh there's Philadelphia see oh Philadelphia's all the way over there I thought it was over here more and but Pennsylvania's huge look how big it is it is that's a big there's Scranton PA but anyway so in the Appalachian Mountains isn't it funny I couldn't place it on a map in my head I do I know I thought it was more like Ohio me too in my head I thought it was it almost, below Toronto. I mean, New York swings over, but it almost is up to Toronto, kind of. I have friends that live in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and uh, they were nuts, but um, we, <laughs> we met them in New Hampshire. They were crazy. Roger. I didn't crazy. realize Pennsylvania even touches on Lake Erie. Hmm. It goes all the way over. Who uh, would have thunk it? Is Lake Erie the... No. There's one lake that is all in the United States. What, what lake is that? Is that the one Chicago's on? Lake all Erie the, is like half an half it looks like yeah all the great lakes except for one reside one resides in the united states lake the other michigan. one's lake michigan that it's makes fully sense in the state huron is half and half kind of lake superior is like three quarters states one quarter mm-hmm. you guys erie's half and half and also lake ontario half and half the great lakes are so big that they have uh waves mm-hmm. from the, they're they're tidally active we're gonna be in michigan in july for lamar's wedding where in michigan i have no idea i forget even the name of the area where we're at we're flying into to detroit yes gonna meet m&m definitely mm-hmm. 
going to walk the eight mile sort of thing. Um, We're not walking eight miles. <laughs> <laughs> we could drive by it during the day. Yeah. Um, it's a really bad area, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not the best. It's like Skid Row in L.A. Mm, no, it's just like it's it's a bad area. It's not Skid Row, though. It's oh, just, you know, it's just tough, rough and tumble. Not yeah. like homeless people. I don't know. Streets. I've only seen the movie I, <laughs> Eight Mile. I, I only watched Mackay Pfeiffer was in it. I remember. Um, he's pretty cool. He's I met him. I told you. Yeah. I, I met him on a plane on Southwest flight to Vegas and he was so nice. Yeah. And I got a picture with him that lives somewhere because it was back in the day before digital photos. So we oh, have like an actual print. photo. It's Becky, Nina, Veronica and, and Mackay Pfeiffer and I, I think it's pretty cool. It was so cool. Super cool. I asked him at baggage claim for the photo. I was the only one ballsy enough to do it. Um, you got big balls, Katie. I got the big balls. Uh, but yeah, our geography is terrible. Well, it's not that it's terrible. I think I think my geography is pretty good mm-hmm. in general. But the United States is so, it's so bizarre how, how the states are arranged. So, Well, if I saw them, maybe because I've taken enough tests where I have to name them. If I saw the outlines of each of the states, I could tell you which one it is. Right. But in my head to visualize, I'm like, oh, I I lose it, especially in the Northeast, because there's so many fucking states over there. Yeah. It's like Europe over there. You can like drive for four hours in another state. And you're like, what? Like every other part as you go out west is bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. They got lazier. <laughs> no, I think they should have less states, you know. It doesn't really matter to me. Rhode Island. Come on. Who are you fooling? <laughs> <laughs> you're like Prince Edward Island in the United States. You know, mm-hmm. you're a little, you're just a little guy. I've always wanted to go to Rhode Island. Never been. Right. Um, party Central, I think. Really? Yeah. I think all the bars are there. Like people from Massachusetts go there to party. Why wouldn't they just stay in Mass- Massachusetts? I'm sure there are nice neighbors as well, but or neighborhoods, but um, I know it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what is it? Christina calls it massive, huge tits. Oh. Is it in Massachusetts? Maybe she that's has- where we need to go to get the formula. Mm. Mass, You've massive huge uh, bro, <laughs> You have cracked the code. No, she has funny uh like play on words for each of the locations when she goes and does stand up. And that one's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Oh, I hope everyone's tuned in and seen that uh special. Mm. That was just released last week. I yes, believe. we were there. We were live. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. We gotta watch it. Because we we essentially watched it we in it New up York. In- we yucked it up um at the Gramercy Theater. But check out Christina P's mom jeans it's on netflix mm-hmm. it's very she's so funny oh my man, god man that outfit was outrageously mm-hmm. good and that hairdo mm-hmm. <sighs> if i had hair i would probably get a hairdo like that it was so good like bulletproof with hairspray like a but big... it was very like retro chic it was fun yeah. i loved it she she killed it yeah so good anyway awesome. um so yeah so check it out watch it it's funny ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. start your engines is that a good engine noise I mean, if you <laughs> get in there, what I is this, 1930? I can't make this noise. Katie, start up the Model T. <laughs> How would you make an engine noise? Hey, don't put me on the spot. Okay, See, ladies and gentlemen. We're not those people. What are those people called? Like for the Foley artists? Folio artists, yeah. Folios? We're full of baloney. That's yeah. what we are. Okay. We are full of baloney. It's time for the letters. Mm. That's what I was getting us warmed up for. Let's Dang. all go to the letters. Let's all go. To so we're making our way through the letters. Thank you very much for, for sending them in. They're coming in from all over the world. Mm-hmm. New people, old people. You know, it's uh, not old, but I mean, you know. OG viewers. OG. Yeah. Right. Okay. We have a letter from our witch. <laughs> Natasha. 
she has written in and it is entitled and it kind of made me laugh the formula to name your grandparents to, oh yeah right mm-hmm. right right okay but formula because we were talking about formula it's just funny okay moin moin fellow humans moin 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 and very smart cats hmm. she chased a kitty today you asked about how we call our grandparents and I cannot speak for all obviously but I will tell you about my family grandmother would be translated with <laughs> I forget what that B is that weird B S so grossmutter G-R-O weird B M-U-T-T-E-R grossmutter I think you're right yeah but nobody calls their grandma this because it's weird. <laughs> hey, gross mother. Well, it's like we don't call our grandmother's grandmother. I would be like, hello, grandmother. <laughs> I knew a kid in Orange County, mm-hmm. not a kid, a, an adult, who called his grandfather grandfather. It's weird. Hello, grandfather. He would say that. And I was like, uh. That's wrong. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, grandma. Grandma's pa- good. Grandma, yeah. grandpa, papa, mima, papa. Those are just things that my friends have called theirs and what I called mine. Okay. But nobody calls Max. It's weird. We would say Oma. Oh. I had an Oma. Isn't that funny? My mom called her great grandma. So my great great grandma, Oma. No, I wonder if it's just a European thing. But I I don't know. How very European of your family, Katie. My mom, if she's listening, might be able to clarify because my brother did this like genealogy thing of our family. And we got letters back from a woman in Missouri, I think, who was part of our family or knew enough about things. And I don't remember, and this is going to, you're going to laugh, but if they called her Oma, if her name was Oma, which I know sounds ridiculous, but I don't know on Nick's list, it just had Oma. (laughs) This is a short version of Gross Mama or Gross, G-R-O with that funny B, being grand and Mama being mom. Most people say their name or nickname after Oma because you have more than one most of the time as a child. Oh, yeah. It'd be Oma like, Tina. Yeah, like my grandma Trisha, my grandma Pearl, my grandma Violet. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, great grandparents get the same name because it actually doesn't matter if the position is old lady or even older lady. <laughs> mm. So I would have Oma Clara, Oma Liesel. Liesel is a nickname from Lisbeth. Ah, oh, that's a pretty that's nice. name. And my favorite and true Oma, everybody has a true Oma, is Oma Robel or Rosell. Sorry, it's that funny B again. Rosell is also a nickname and her real name would be Rosa, like the color. But nobody called her that by or nobody called her by that name, not even in her youth. Roselle is a dialect for a small rose. Oh, cute. And I think it's really beautiful. She was the kind of Oma who bakes with you, gives you chocolates, and watches TV that you would never watch by yourself. Oh, that's the best kind of Oma. Mm-hmm. Every time she visited, she would give the children some euros. <laughs> that's a nice Oma. We have a saying in the family because nobody really wants her money, but she was so happy when we accepted it. So we went, Stanks ein und sag danke. Take it and say thank you. That's what you got to do with grandmas. She was the best Oma ever. Sad witch noises. <laughs> my grandma, Trisha, who pa- recently passed away, was my true Oma. Hmm. And her mom, Grandma Violet, my great-grandma, was my other true Oma. Because they did all that stuff. They, they teach you things. Uh, there was never... It's funny thinking back to like what makes it fun for a kid. And it was that there was nothing off-limits in their houses 
Right. Like kids could just be kids. Like you weren't worried about breaking things or messing things up. They weren't like, be careful. My grandma would worry, like, don't run. Your feet are wet. You're going to slip. Kind of like, don't kill yourself. But the rest of it was very, it was a fun house filled with love. It wasn't a fancy house, you right, know? Right. And there's always kid something friendly. to do. Grandparents are, are should be kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If they're too rigid. Yeah. Or judgmental about the kids. You've got to let kids be kids. Yeah. And that makes a good Oma. Even if the kids are schmucks, you know, you just got to mm-hmm. chalk it up and say, by the time they're in their 20s, they'll come around. And, well, and it's it's not your place. You get to be Oma. You get to spoil them. Get them all hopped up on sugar. Right. You know, let them run around in the backyard. and Teach them how to cook things or make things or build things. Yeah. Papa would always teach us how to, like, I remember him and dad taught me how to build a doghouse. And not so much taught as, like, we built a doghouse for Corny and I got to help, yeah. you know. And, like, oh, I think it needs, you know, this kind of roof. And, oh, we should put a... You know, a thing for the, the fire, the, whatchamacallit, not a fireplace, but what's the thing? A chimney? A chimney. I couldn't think of the word. The dog had a chimney? He didn't because Papa said then the water would get in. Yeah. But I, I could see, you know, you, mm. you want it to look like a house. As a little kid, I wanted all the things. But anyway, we built that. It was fun. Okay. Who was your best Oma? I already know the answer, but. Oh, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And she, although she's funny, she definitely lets you help and stuff, but then. She, she wants to do things on her own, or at yeah. least I experienced that. But that we were adults. But I was trying to help out in the kitchen because of my family by cleaning and helping. That's like how you, I don't know, show your appreciation, I guess. And she was like, make yourself a drink and get out of the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, I can do that, Maggie. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Grandfather would be Grossvetter. So again, that funny bee. But we call them Opa, the short version for Grosspapa. It's interesting that you call your grandpa Papa because that would be dad here. Oh, interesting. Uh, my niece, B, calls my brother Papa. Yeah, like P-A-P-A, but mm-hmm. not P-O-P-P-A. P-O-P-P-A, I think, would be like. But I call Papa. I'd spell Papa P-A-P-A. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's Papi? Is that uh, Spanish for? Papi peed on the couch. I don't know. Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, I don't know. oh, that Papi. I don't know a Papi. No, I meant like, hey, Papi, you know? Oh, that's a that's a slang term. Like, hey, I think man. it's like, hey, daddy. I think it's like a... Oh, like a... But maybe I'm wrong. Spanish-speaking people are like, Mommy hey. and puppy. Mm-hmm. You know, mom and dad. Um, I I know how to spell it. My Spanish is terrible. <laughs> oh, I, I just tried to Google uh, what does I, puppy mean. And it's like, what does I, puppy chulo? What does I... It has all sorts of variations. I, puppy chulo. Oh, darling. Oh, oh I, puppy Que sorpresa tan buena. Oh, darling. What a nice surprise. Oh, Okay. Determined endearment for the dude. But and I papi chulo is like, oh, lover boy or something. Oh, like, I papi chulo. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's something you say to a hot guy. kind of. Oh, that's probably why I don't know what it means. <laughs> so don't go saying that to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I <hate> papi. <laughs> you sure say, I got punched out. You uh, should say to Joe as a joke. Yeah. Because that'd be kind of fun. Unless he, unless he listens to the podcast, the more fucked. I already gave away our secrets. Okay. So. That's what Poppy, I Poppy means. Um, but for me, okay, so so that would be the word for dad, it's Papa. For me, it would be Opa Burned, or B-E-R-N-D, Burned. Opa Emil or Opa Adolf. No Nazi jokes, I've heard them all, let's be honest. Today, I don't have more to write, so I'll continue looking for motivation to start studying. Tomorrow is the start of my finals. Scared witch noises, what would those sound like? <laughs> 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 Pretty mm-hmm. good, pretty good. Auf Wiedersehen, es war wie immer wunderschön. 
Wunderschön. Sincerely, Wunderschön. C H O O N with the dots in. Oh yeah. Wunderschön. Dankeschön. <laughs> totally like that. <laughs> Sincerely, the witch of the state. Hmm. <sighs> Lots to, to think about there. Yeah. Yeah. And the what, what you call your grandparents is always interesting. Yeah. You know, like she said, Papa would be Dad, and and in America, it's interesting. We have like a it's a melting pot, right? There's mm -hmm. all sorts of different cultures, and everyone has you know trace their roots. Not everyone, but a lot of people trace their roots well, elsewhere. And like we said, the states are so big. But what I'm saying is that the people came from somewhere else. So uh -huh. you could you could have like a, a German family, mm -hmm. uh, you could have French family, and usually you know French uh, Mimi and Pippi. Mm -hmm. You know, I think those are. Uh, that's what you call grandma and papa? I think so. I don't know. Anyways, mm -hmm. that's what we called ours. Our, our, that's uh, fine. Our great-grandparents. But that's like... Oh, no, my great-grandmother was Mimi, Mimi. And my grandfather was Pippi. Oh, funny. But I don't know. Yeah, you don't know why it was broken up that way. I don't either. Yeah. That's interesting. And it's even like Nina, and she's from Oklahoma, and hers was Mima and Papa. P-A-W-P-A-W. -A -W, like pow pow. Pow mm. pow. Pow pow. Like a paw. Fantastic. Uh, and Mima. The more you know. Mima was fun. I like that name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of my girlfriends, her mom likes to be called Glamma, not oh. Grandma. She's fancy. She gets her glam on. She's fancy. Okay. Ready to move on? Yep. This is from Leanne. Hey, Leanne. Our PNW court member. She's mm -hmm. from the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And it is entitled Story Behind My Name. Uh, Interesting. I love hearing these. It was a dark and stormy night in Oregon. <sighs> it says title, How? Hey, Sean, Katie, Roxy, and the OTDM community. Howdy do. It's Leanne again from Portland. Sorry, got carried away. It's long. I just write when I share stories. And I may uh, take you, oh, it might take you to a chunk of time to get through this. Not sure how you plan your podcast out, but absolutely think you guys are hilarious and love your sense of humor. Thank you, Leanne. We love your letters. If you have limited time for your podcast, please feel free to skip. We're not going to skip. We're going to go right through. I don't know if you have any other listeners in the Pacific Northwest. And I thought I made a typo when you said Poland. <laughs> Remember, I said Poland instead of Portland. I make typos often and don't catch them most of the time. It's okay. It was me. It was my own typo. I blame autocorrect or my lack of proofreading. You and me both. Because I'm learning Spanish on my phone, it now will sometimes put Spanish words in there. And they're not the same. It's not like instead of difficult, it puts difficile. It's just like. A word I don't know in Spanish with accents and everything, and I'm like, right. yeah, I have a French keyboard on my. On you my used to send me texts with accents. And yeah, it like, still happens now. <laughs> atrocious at texting people. I mean, it's funny. I don't know if people know this about us. We don't really like to text or talk on the phone very much. It's more logistical. Like if I'm out, then I'll be like, "Hey, you need anything?" And you'd be like, "Nope." Like if I just read you guys our text from the last like three weeks, it'd be the silliest things ever. Did you release the podcast? Yep. Do you need anything at the grocery store? Nope. You know what I mean? Those are like our texts. Be back in a minute. Just doing X, Y, or Z. I do not enjoy text conversations with you, the love of my life. I'd rather be with you. But I think I'm spoiled because I'm always with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just don't like texting because my fat thumbs, you know, they just like... You're just not a texter. That's smear not, all the... Even when we were dating, we weren't big texters. No. Although... Funny thing, when we first started dating, you would just randomly text me lyrics of songs. Do you remember? Cheeseball Express. No, it wasn't like love songs. It was I like I don't remember that at all. Oh, really? You'd like text a lyric 
and it would it would be like it'd work in the reply, but I knew it wasn't. I knew it was a lyric. Hmm. So then I'd text you back the other lyric, and then you'd be like, "How'd you know?" I'd be like, "Cause it's clearly the Rolling Stones, or that's clearly MIA, or that's clearly something else." You don't remember this at all? Nope. <laughs> and that's when you had a flip phone. Oh boy, that's that's true so that, love because that, that takes love. a while to text anything on a flip phone. <laughs> okay, let's get into this letter. <laughs> okay, so back to Leanne's letter. I'm listening to your episode 81 currently, but wanted to go back and write about name origins back in the very first episode 63 that I listened to. But let me take a very quick or not too quick to comment. Number one, you talk about bookstores in episode 81. I am not a big reader, and I don't find reading interesting. There's a Powell Books in Southeast Portland. There is, and it's beautiful. We've been there. Oh, she's dreaming. Mm-hmm. Roxy's running in her sleep. Maybe the first one? I don't know either, Leanne. I always thought it was the first one. It was in Southeast Portland, but I'd have to Google it. Definitely has some history to it. And letting Sean know that I live an hour and 21 minutes driving distance from OSU in Corvallis, which is Oregon State University. Let me clarify. OSU is not U of O. She is not a duck. Oh. She's a beaver, I'd assume. Am I right, Leanne? I think so. University of Oregon is in Eugene. Yes, I know that. It's like Eastern Oregon versus Western Oregon. Right? Yes. It's like uh, Washington, versus, you meant. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like a cougar versus a husky. Every state has it. I, oh, I know, I know. I'm just like. What would it be in Montreal? I don't know. Us versus them? I don't know. You don't have like a big university? You have McGill? Yeah, we have McGill, Concordia. We, we've got uh, are there, University like, of Montreal. Like in I sports? Didn't... It's sports. Really. Canada is a little different than the United States mm. where the, although we do have collegiate sports, it's not like it is. We have like the Grey Cup. Come on. I, you got called out in the I did comments. get called out and I appreciate it. That was so funny and I enjoyed it. No, but college sports, <laughs> although they happen and mm-hmm. it's a, a big enough deal, it's not like the United States. Americans are nuts about college sports. First of all, it starts off in elementary school. Nay, nay, nay. I'm gonna nay. I'm gonna roll it back. In preschool, <gasps> the kids are playing football already, which is nuts. Yeah, you start playing sports right away. Yeah, but Full contact football by the time you're six, you know, those kids are, are brutes. And it's not like, the, it's not full contact. You make it sound like they're like clashing. You should see them. They get confused. They run in little swarms. Yeah. They don't really hit each other. And then I one know. will just fall down. But uh, sports are really big here. And so mm-hmm. in school system, you know, some high schools have fields that are just beautiful. Yeah. We had a dirt patch that had some grass in one of the corners of it. And that field was like butted right up against the road practically what yeah it was terrible and and uh your schools always sound shitty and i was like he's exaggerating and then we drove by one of them and i was like wow that's like a flashback to like 1960 oh yeah our school was from like i think the 30s it looked like it hadn't been improved since yeah it 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 had that smell (laughs) you know that locker smell Mm. yeah everywhere but um yeah our our stadiums are not built for high schools. You know, our stadiums mm-hmm. are built for professional athletes, but you guys build them for high school. Uh, What's well, a big deal? I know it's amazing. I mean, they bring in lots of money. You get the, you know, all the clubs and stuff that bring mm-hmm. the money in. Yeah. I mean, they already know if a kid's going to be a professional by the time he's 13, 14 years old these days, mm, you know, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. LeBron was going pro. I think when he was like 15 years old, he joined the league. <laughs> I just, sports are good. Yeah. I enjoy them. It's good for like team sports in particular. And even single, like if you play tennis and stuff in singles, it's good to like build confidence for kids. Yeah. 
it's good for people to be active. They have it in our <laughs> universities. It's just not the same. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was just being a little facetious, but. But I just, I thought there'd be like competing collegiate sport teams within Montreal. That you'd be like, oh, we're playing the such and such. I'm sure there were. When like I was even, in high school, I played on the rugby team and we, we played all the other high schools in the region. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely. Um, we didn't have like a number one competitor. Mm, we were pretty good. Our rugby team was pretty, pretty That's not good. what I asked. Did you have a number one competitor? I'm trying to think which schools. Um, McDonald High. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> Anyways, let's move okay, on. We're moving on. Um, but it's just like, even in LA, it was USC versus UCLA. Right. You know? Okay. So back to the bookstores and she's in Corvallis, right? Okay, number two. I shared the two of you reacting to my doggy daycare story and burst appendix story to my mom. She thinks you two are hilarious or she's just glad to see me have a little bit of my laugh back. Oh, good. Now, referring to my appendix story in episode 104, I think, my mom thinks I called out, called her and my dad out for going out of town and my grandparents for taking me to the doctor. So just let me clarify. My parents' wedding anniversary is February 20th, and that's why they went out of town for that President Day weekend. Hmm. We did not think that they were being delinquent. It was just like one of those things where, <laughs> like the perfect storm. Yeah. You know? Okay. Finally, to my name story, and I'm not great at pronouncing some English words, so shout out to all listeners from other countries that share their native languages with you guys. I love those stories and you two attempting to pronounce them. I'm Leanne, obviously. L-E-A-N-N-E. Like Sean and Katie, my name can be spelled many different ways, and I really should say that my name is different at Starbucks. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. It's funny, even in the captions when I'm on Instagram stories, it will spell my name, K-A-T-I-E, as it most often does, but yours always changes. It'll be like S-E-A-N, and I'm like, it got it, and then it'll be like S-H-A-W-N, S-H-A-U-N. It's so funny. It like switches what Sean you're getting that day. I'm like, pick a spelling. Okay. That's another story, the Starbucks stuff. There aren't many Leanne's that I know. My parents are going to, were going to name me Lee and have Anne be my middle name. I'm glad they decided to keep my, chi my Chinese as my middle name. Oh, gotcha, your Chinese name. How about my middle name, Ming? I'm Chinese and it's my Chinese name, which means running waters and new beginnings. I love it. People usually say Ming or pronounce the E as an A in apple which sounds like mang. Hmm. What I've been saying is the E sounds like the U in the word sung. So it's mung. Oh. It sounds like mung, but it's spelled M-E-N-G, mang. Hmm. So mung. I'm curious to know how many of your listeners or viewers are adopted. I'm one, and I'm aware that people may not know their adoption story or want to share. I'm just curious. Before you ask, I do not speak Chinese. I do know the name of the city that I was adopted from, but I can't tell you geography-wise exactly where it is. I'm going to say Dalian. Why? I don't know. I'm just mm. picking a, a Chinese name of a city. <laughs> I don't think it says here, so. Oh, okay. So, Leanne, I'll have to write back in. I was just guessing. Okay. I was adopted at 11 months, just shy of my first birthday, and I grew up in Portland, Oregon. All of my siblings don't remember if I shared about all of them yet, but they are not adopted. So, she's okay. the one adopted one. People used to look at me weirdly. Your siblings and parents look nothing like you if they meet me first alone. Mm. Oh, gotcha. That's interesting. Um, we have some friends who have adopted children and they get all sorts of weird comments. I'm like, why would people even, it's such a strange thing. Why say anything at all? Mm -hmm. These are my kids. Great. Moving on. You know, like I said, when I was nannying slash babysitting for now, they're like in high school <laughs> about to graduate. 
But Phoebe and Sam were twins and I used to babysit them and I would push them in the double stroller Mm -hmm. and they were blonde and blue eyed and I'm blonde and blue eyed. So everybody would be like, your children are beautiful. And you claimed them again. No, I would always say, oh, I'm just the babysitter or oh, I'm just the nanny. But one guy talked so much as he was walking away that I did almost claim it because I didn't have a chance to say anything. And he had the strangest thing to say. I was trying to go into either Jamba Deuce or Starbucks and he opened the door for me and I pushed like the double stroller in and he was like, wow, it's a millionaire's dream. You got you got a boy and a girl and now you can be done. That's amazing. He kept talking. I was like, well, and he was like, have a good day, late miss or something. I was like, thank you. These aren't my children. Okay. Um, that'd be crazy. I guess I could have kids that old because I was like 20, I don't know, 23 at the time. Wow. Wow. What a different life, right? Okay. Um, this is the end. Have a nice day. That wasn't and, that long. No, it wasn't that long at all. We, I mean, we drug it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we do. I thought Leanne had written in like a a giant essay no. i was like oh boy here I'd we go i already scrolled i was like it's not even long okay. um have a nice day and don't beat yourselves up with how to pronounce my middle name i'll try that voice thingy oh yeah the speak pipe so we could yes. hear if you don't get a voice thing from me it's most likely that i forgot or i don't know how it works if that's the case just let me know okay. Liam. thanks Liam. thanks Liam. we'll see if we get one from you leanne mung wait i know not meng Mm-mm. and not ming mung mung that's cool um i've always enjoyed when people have like parts of who they are woven into their name. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like keeping her Chinese name. Oh. Or like if I had a Polish name or something, which I guess I'm not really Polish now we've learned, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I like that. There's the tickle there. Son of a bitch. I've got a sneeze coming, so. Mm. <gasps> Who? Oh, I see the light. Oh, you ever sneeze so hard that you get the dots? Mm-mm. Oh, that happens to me all the time. You sneeze really hard, and I don't sneeze very hard. It just like, <clears throat> like I'm seeing little explosions right now. Okay, <laughs> shake it off. Sean, cut that out because you would have all been deafened by his sneeze. <sighs> okay, I'm back. I just read somewhere. Um, it was in a news article, but I don't know. I did not fact check it. That due to global warming, the pollen production this year is up like forty percent. Mm. And so like, if you've never had allergies, you might have them this year. And I was like, wow, something else to look forward to. But, um, oh, thanks for the global warming guys. Mm-hmm. Mm. God damn. Thanks. We used to say, uh, what was the joke that what's her name? Jenna Marbles would say, She'd be like, thanks Obama. She'd right. like blame him for everything. It was really funny. It was a total joke. That's um, uh, you know, when someone's elected president, mm-hmm. you know, there's no further that you can put the blame. Mm-hmm. So you just blame it on the highest guy mm-hmm. in office. Doesn't matter what the president is. So it's this wh- year. So thanks lady, Biden. You know, whoever it is. Thanks Biden for the pollen. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we get a lady soon. Really. Got to give us a good one. Well, you know? Uh, yeah. But there's a lot of ladies in the country. I'm sure one of them could do a great I, job. The thing about politics, this is my opinion. I'd love to hear yours. It takes a real schmuck to want to get into politics like big time, like really go in. You know how much you have to like sell your soul? I mean, not They're everyone. Like, I think people I do think get like in. 90%. By the time they make it that high, like, do you know? I don't know. Yeah, you've it's compromised a, pretty, a lot or uh-huh. you've, you've bent your, to, you know, because you need money. 
So you got to get you the money, and so you and support, money. and so people always want something for their money. Yeah, they don't just give it to you. There's always strings attached, uh, and, you know. And I think uh, politics are grease, grease, greasy. We should just have an algorithm that runs the uh, government. No, 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 no. But <laughs> I feel like it takes a certain kind of person right. to want to even get into it, and maybe women are just too smart for that shit. No, I'm just kidding. We've had plenty of women run, and I mean, like we said, we like Tulsi Gabbard. She's I do, still, I like her. She's still a very nice, calming voice whenever she's crawling all over. Whenever uh, she's being interviewed and stuff, I'm like, oh, she's just so soothing. When you said she's crawling all over, you're talking about the dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you just listening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've had lots of women run over yeah. the years for different things. But when when it's the right time, it's the right time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't screw things up any worse than they are right now. I you know, know everything's just. Let's get a lady in there. She can fix it. You know, mm. Guys, you know, we, we break things and uh, we blow things up. Mm. And uh, even as kids, you're like, hey, uh, you know what? There's some gasoline in the garage and uh, we could cut a hole in a tennis ball and fill it with gasoline and light it and throw it down the street. You know, that's the things guys do. That's why your insurance and, and rates the more are money higher. Exactly. <laughs> and the more money you get, the more we build kooky things like that that's like my friend kim she posted i've seen this get shared around it was like what i thought being a boy mom would be like she has she has two boys now but one's just a baby like newborn and the other what would he be like two and two and change Mm -hmm. anyway it shows like oh you're like oh you're baby boy and oh and then it's like what what reality is and it's like "Ah!" like something's throwing and it's like here mom and it's like a, a like snake or boogers and just chaos. Yeah. And and fighting. You get two boys in a house. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, the WWF. You know, they're from the yeah. top rope, brother. The kids flying, you know, <laughs> off mm-hmm. of the highest object. Could yeah. be a bookcase. You get up there and you, you know. Yeah. Uh, having a boy cousin, you know, it was the closest experience I had to having a brother. You and PJ? Yeah. Battle it out, battle royale? No, not really. But, you know, there were there was roughhousing for sure. I never sure. really roughhoused. I roughhoused a little with my friend Fallon growing up, mm. but it was more like girls are just different. I honestly preferred to play alone in my room. Like mm. I don't want anybody to bother me. And if I had a friend over, I'd like to play house or play pretend or something. You know. Although my dad would set up the little trampoline, and we had we'd take our bunk bed mattresses down, and we'd jump over one mattress that we'd set up, and onto the mattress on the other side, mm. and that was super fun. We that's should do kinda, that later. That sounds good. That's kind of like <laughs> I mean, boy activity, I guess. Yeah, but, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll we'll get some sharp objects too in that in the mix and it'll be fun. Get danger, you know? No, I don't need that. And okay. also my back hurts. No, oh, okay. Although it's better. I did some yoga today. Take care of yourself out there. Um, my back has been aching, not terribly, but it's like a muscle. I know it's a muscle. I can feel it. And I don't know what happened or how I did it, but it start, it's been hurting for a few days. And I was doing some stretches and it was a little better, but it wasn't better. And so I did some yoga for the low back and it felt so much better. And I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And hopefully oh. it'll like remedy itself. Katie and I are, uh, we're, we're getting ready for summer here. She's getting back into working out. I will be joining that train probably by the end of the, the weekend. I'll have had my first workout in 25 years. And, uh, <laughs> it hasn't been that long. No, but uh, I'm. It's been a long time though. Yeah, but I'm cleaning up my act with my eating. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, you know, just taking things a little bit more seriously, but I'm not doing it drastically. Like uh, I'm going to do everything all, on the same day. And no, just like not eat chicken wings and French fries as often. Yeah. The French fries, I think, is where the cholesterol is coming from. 
and the butter. Sweet, sweet butter. Gosh, I love it. It's just funny. So good. It's funny because, and I'm not calling you out in any way or calling anybody else out, but Sean does this when he gets his blood work back and it's not good. This is only the second time in all the years I've known him. And it's not bad either. It's just, it's, it's not elevated terrible. and you're supposed to watch it. Mm. Watch it. And he does this side. thing where then he's like, I'm going to get it back down. And then he does. And then he immediately, then it goes back. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's life. Yeah. That's life. Bow, bow. But I got to figure it out mm-hmm. and, and be become the better version of myself well i just need to move my body more because we just sit all day and i also started to feel like cabin fever but as a total side note has nothing to do with this and is we're burnt out and we need a vacation and we just need to schedule and book said vacation which really means i need to schedule and book said thing that's that's one of the things sean does not do is schedule and book things yeah, we are burned out. That's true. I'm, I'm And so we will exhausted. be taking a week. We'll go dark. Nothing will be released. I'll probably put some Instagram stories up, maybe, but we'll just kind of so that we can take vacation because what we've done in the past is kind of honestly stupid. And I take ownership over this. When we would take breaks, we would just bulk film and edit. We'd burn ourselves out even more. We'd burn ourselves more to take a break. Yeah. So we'd be like working our asses like double time, double time so that we could take like a week or two off and then during that week or two we'd still be working so we have to release the things that we even if we scheduled them there's more to it anyway we're not gonna do that we're just gonna take a break everybody can you'll be okay we'll be okay everything will be okay right 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 okay are we ready i'm ready we have another letter and i'm excited about it what to call grandparents in denmark this is from Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Hello. It says, hey, Katie and Sean, I'm writing to you from Copenhagen. Oh, Harriet, my friend Harriet's in Copenhagen right now. It looks beautiful. We have to go. I'm writing to you from Copenhagen, Denmark. My name is Olivia and I study dentistry. Oh, cool. I have my Invisalign in. Oh, it's called Clear Correct, just to be for full candor, but not everybody knows what that means. So it's an Invisalign thing. I love your podcast so much. They honestly get me through the week, both AKA and OTDM. Yay. Last podcast, you asked about grandparents and what you call them by. And I wanted to share how it's done in Denmark since it's so logical to break it down. Far equals dad and more M-O-R equals mom. You use these two words in combination to name your grandparents. This is also ideal because you can differentiate between your dad's side and your mom's side. Now to the good part, LOL. For your mom's side, you would say more, more, which is mom, mom. Your mom's mom. Grandma on your mom's side. More far. Mom, dad. Your, mom's your grandpa dad. on your mom's side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dad, far, da- dad, ma. Far, far, far more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For your dad's side, you'd say far, far. Dad, dad means your grandpa on your dad's side. And far more, your dad, mom, your grandma on your dad's side. That's so funny because it's like your dad's mom and your mom's dad and your mom's mom and your dad's so, dad. So how would you say your mom's mom and your dad's dad met up with your dad's mom and your mom's dad? You'd say your, more, more. Your, it's too much. More, your more, fa, 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 more, more went to the uh, the movies together. Something like that. So essentially, the first part of the word shows which parent is meant, and the second part of the word shows which of the parents, they the parent oh which of the parents' parent it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like your and I would just say like in English it's like so it says more and more that'd be like your mom's mom, more far be your mom's dad. That makes sense to me. Yeah. 
um, thought I would share. I love how, how it is. It makes it so easy and there is never any confusion. I know that does make it easy. Anyways, got to get back to anatomy. Love you guys so much and I appreciate you guys so much. Hope you're having a great day. All the best, Olivia. Thanks, thanks, Olivia. Olivia. We appreciate you. And that's so interesting how illogical it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Denmark's a wonderful country. Mm -hmm. I really, really thought it was stunning. We need to go. Well, you've been, but I want to go. I've never been. They are. So everyone thinks that the Dutch Mm -hmm. are the... The bicycle nation. Every nation in Europe loves a bicycle. Americans love bicycles too. Canadians as well. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride it where I like. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I do my best. The The Danes mm-hmm. are actually, I believe, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. the, 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 the people who cycle the most in Europe. Are the Danes. Yeah, it's yes. not the Dutch. It's the Danes. And everyone thinks, oh, the Dutch are always on their bicycles. No. That's the Dutch Amsterdam, are, right? Yeah. But Amsterdam is a bicycling area also. But yes. I believe, based on what you've told me, that it is, you know, five times in Copenhagen. Yes. Well, the Dutch, they, they're too busy with their tulips and their, their windmills <laughs> and their clogs. Mm-hmm. So they don't, you know, it's not all bicycling. They have other Other things, things to do. The Danes. Have nothing else to do. Well, a little bit. They do some things, but (laughs) but they certainly bicycle everywhere. And it was amazing. And your favorite restaurant is there. We should see when we can get into Noma and then we'll go to Denmark based on that date. That'd be so amazing. Mm -hmm. That'd be amazing. But the the, the Danes, uh, you rent bicycles and and you go, you know, as a a tourist. And you said it was crazy. There's like nine people deep, like side by side. And then just. Uh, like a peloton like like the uh, the tour de france you know and, <laughs> and it's like that everywhere you go hit somebody like they're all bumping and jostling and 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 i got in the pack you know i was riding with them thinking oh i ride a bike i know how to do this it's totally different well i do the outdoorsy you know on your mountain own biking yeah. yeah i've never been in traffic like this i've and, never been uh, in bike traffic <laughs> well the group i was sort of with they 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 left the group, you know, they, 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 they were on the edge of it. And I got into the middle of the pack. And as oh. we were going, I couldn't get out. And I was like, excuse me. Excuse, and they weren't even looking at me. They just, everyone cycles, look forward. And then when you come to a stoplight, everyone stops and no one looks and talks to each other. Oh, weird. Just it's like, like, it's like traffic in a car, but it, you're on a bike. It's totally like that. Interesting. It's very strange. How'd you get out? Uh, I, uh, well, I, I think it took me like an extra couple of blocks to kind of make my way out of the pack. Mm. You know, I kind of just, just kind of push over, push over put my turn signal on, you know, mm-hmm. what is it on a bicycle? It, this is to turn no, left. It's left. actually left is straight out. Yeah. Uh, right is up and this is stop. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, anyways, <laughs> bicycling, Bicycles. I love it. But in Denmark, that was a thing. I really thought it was amazing. Yeah. We'll yeah. have to go back. We'll have to see because I'm sure Noma's booked out. Like, Yeah. I did a trick off a, off a curb with the bike, and I don't think that was really uh, looked upon nicely. I don't think they do that kind of thing there. No, they just use it as a bicycle, like transportation. I, yeah. I cut away from the, the, the street lane. We're Americans. We're yeah. crazy. And I, I, well, I'm not American, but you know. I You're North here. American. That's true. I'm North American. And you also are an American. But I did like a mountain bike uh, mm-hmm. jump, you know, off mm-hmm. of a curb. Well, it wasn't a curb. It was like a several steps up and okay. into like a, a grass area. And everyone thought it was like a hooligan. A lady was like, <gasps> and a yeah, kid pointed, oh, no, mama, mama. <laughs> and I was like, more, uh, more, yeah, more yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> the police were chasing me. Mm. I'm not allowed to go back. So, mm. yeah. 
That's like you and Lamar in Germany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where are your tickets? Okay. Ready to move on? Yeah, okay. That was ridiculous. <gasps> oh. Yes? I'm excited. This is from Jessica. Okay. It's entitled Generac Generator Saga. I what? work at Generac. No. <laughs> um, okay. For okay. those of you who don't know, we're putting a generator at the house because the power grid here is really bad. So we need to make sure that we have energy so we so can the, continue to film. Yep. It says, hi, Katie and Sean. I'm a huge fan and longtime listener. Hi, Jessica. So what? good to hear from you. I was introduced to Katie's mental health content via Christina P's podcast. That's deep, bro. Many years ago. I began watching Katie's YouTube videos, which led me to the AKA and OTDM podcast, both of which are two of my favorite things to listen to every week. Hooray! High, high compliments mm-hmm. coming from the mom jeans uh, nation. Yeah. God love those mom jeans. High and tight. Katie's mental health vids and pod gave me the courage to finally seek therapy. <gasps> oh, yay. When I was a child, my caregivers struggled with addiction. They still do, unfortunately. I know it's it's hard for people to get out from under that. And I was very neglected. I basically raised myself. And although this experience has made me very resilient, it also caused a lot of anxiety. Long story short, I moved out of my parents' house when I turned 18, lived on my own in a tiny studio apartment while going to art school full-time and working almost full-time to pay for everything on my own. Wow, that's a lot of work and amazing, but I want to see some art stuff. Okay, so anyway. What kind of art also? Okay. Without a support system in place and high stress from a very com- the very competitive nature of my school, I was there on a half tuition scholarship. I had to maintain a high GPA to keep it. I know they always do that. Hmm. I relied on unhealthy coping skills, under eating, over exercising. Fast forward to present day. I'm now 34 and have been in therapy for about five years. And I started group therapy through Hope for Recovery. Yay. A Katie recommendation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hope number four, recovery.org offers free group therapy, FYI. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Then I found a therapist specializing in brain spotting. Fascinating. I love I love that stuff. So interesting. What to help. Uh, brain spotting is, I'm going to fuck it up. I looked it up in the past. It's a trauma. It's a type of trauma. Um, <laughs> let me look it up. But it's a type of trauma treatment. And <clears throat> let me tell you. Brain-based therapy. Okay, so... Oh, no. Sorry, I'm getting into a book. Wrong. Uh, Oh, it can also be used for performance and creativity enhancement. Oh, I like that. But it's essentially like they helps them understand what's happening in the brain and the body. It's almost like both things. So it says brain spotting locates points in the client's visual field that help to access unprocessed trauma in the subcortical brain. So like EMDR? Mm, Kind of. Brain spotting, or BSP, was discovered in 2003 by David Grand. Over 13,000 therapists have been trained in it. Um, he says, where you look affects how you feel. It's in the brain activity. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's an effective way for a wide variety of emotional and somatic conditions. Brain spotting is particularly effective with trauma-based. That's what I thought. Um and so it's a way of processing uh yeah it's a way of processing trauma and i don't know if they like have you hooked up to anything or if it's how it really works because i don't do it but a lot of people in our community have said it's really effective and i had to sounds look it up. rather new too 2003 mm-hmm. hmm. through the advancements in technology they're able to access more of our brain while it operates which we used to not be able to do so right <clears throat> okay so anyway and I can look more into brain spotting if you guys are interested. I don't know that much about it, obviously. Okay. So uh, 
found a therapist specializing in that to help me work through some big T childhood traumas. And now I do talk therapy focusing on CBT and mindfulness. Yay. Through therapy, I've learned healthy coping skills, more, no more eating exercise disorder, I've been able to set boundaries. That's hard and I'm proud of you. It's all hard, by the way. It's all fucking hard. Avoid burnout and even lessen my negative self-talk. I also found an SNR, SSNRI that helps bring my constant high anxiety and hypervigilance down to a manageable base level and helps lessen my social anxiety. Thank you so much for creating content about mental health. I wouldn't have sought help if it weren't for you, Katie. You did all the hard, like the heavy lifting. I just talked at a camera, but I'm glad you found us. Finally, the Generac saga. Oh, shit. I, mm-hmm. I was I was in for the other part of the story and I forgot about. I was so surprised when I heard you guys mention Generac on the pod last week. And I'm sorry if it wasn't a great experience. It's actually been fine. It's been fantastic. We just had like a potential scary thing, but it's been fine. Yeah, they came, they installed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they just passed inspection. Mm-hmm. So they had to put a trench uh, for the electric. And the trench wasn't deep enough. So the city was like, do it again. Yeah, it would have been fine, but it's right next to a sprinkler. Um, so they wanted the trench to be a little deeper. So mm-hmm. the electrical conduit or the electric uh, would not, you know, potentially get wet. Gotcha. Basically. Uh, but it's all good. We're, we're good. They're going to fill mm-hmm. in the trench next. And then we have to put like a hedge around it to hide it. Hide it. Because it, I don't even think it's hideous. I don't but, think you know, it's bad either, but our HOA is like, got to hide it. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Although I'm not an authorized salesperson or anything like that, and maybe able to be able to point you in the right direction. Hmm. I've been working at Generac for about four years now as one of their graphic designers. Oh. Ooh. Our design team creates all of the advertising, marketing material, product packaging, etc. Anyways, having worked on these projects, I know we have this icon on the home standby generator product packaging. This is a five-year limited warranty because mm-hmm. she's worked on that. Because you purchased a Generac product, product your home standby gen can be serviced by any certified Generac dealer. Okay. Below is a link to find a certifi- certified dealer near you. I did a quick search for Austin, and there are four options within your area. Oh, yeah, I see them all. Perfect. Hmm. Wow, thank you. See, you I just hope- put it out in the universe, and then it comes back to you. You know, you say, Yay. you know, I got a problem with my Generac, and then poof, yeah, so the Generac help- genie shows up. Ta-da! So helpful. Thanks for everything you do, Jess. Thanks, Jess. Well, thank you. And thanks for writing it in. Yep. And so thank good you for the, uh, the contact information. I mm-hmm. didn't realize there was a on the website uh, a way to find, you know, people can who can service it. It can be by any. Right. Any. Generac dealer. Amazing. The other day, because they were putting the plumbing in our studio, I thought our generator was running. Like, they were testing it. Because I don't know what's happening. Sean's been running that stuff. And so I don't know when people are coming or what's happening. And I was like, I think our generator is running. And Sean's like, no, it shouldn't be. It was because they turned our water off in the house. Our little research thing for our uh, hot water heater was going. Sean had to get up in the attic and turn it off. Boy, oh boy. We should turn that attic into a hot yoga studio. It's so hot. (laughs) She sweats immediately. (laughs) Well, it's got to be 130 degrees up there. I don't know how hot we could put a thermometer. It's probably like 110. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it's, it's over the ambient temperature. And, uh, you know, it's I got been, a little lightheaded and then you have to come down those creaky wooden stairs that fold up into the ceiling. Sean hates those stairs. Oh. They are scary. I'll be honest. My when mom I'm, just acts like they're nothing. She's like, bum, 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 up. and she even has that one that's kind of broken at her house. I'm like, mom, don't step on that one. She's like, it's not a big deal. When I was a kid, I would fly up my mm-hmm. grandparents when they had one in the attic. And I, mm-hmm. that was like a, a playground. You find all sorts of weird things from, you know, from decades gone by. It was awesome. 
I never liked you, bugs. So I was like I'm a not big on attic. There's no bugs in the attic. No. Well, how? Okay. Just hear me out. Okay. Did we or did we not catch a huge ass rat up there? Also, did we or did we it's not true. when we first moved in and we pulled down the thing? Did a bunch of dead bugs and live ones fall onto the floor? It's true. All right, I rest my case. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so we had a member of our community who is new to the trans community and had asked for people in the OTDM if anybody would want to be connected and be helpful. And I know that this person is, I don't know if they've reached out to, I think it was Kai, was it yeah. Kai that offered? Um, but they're very nervous and like, oh, now I have to get the guts up to email. But we have another person says, hi, Katie, my name is Taylor, and I discovered recently that I am non-binary. Previously, before I knew I was non-binary, I identified and came out as female to male. Most of the fa my family were unsupportive and cruel about it. In your podcast, you mentioned there was another trans person looking for guidance and support, and I could gladly be that person. You can give them my email. Thank you. Thank you. We will. We will. I'll star this so we don't lose it. I'll pass that information along. That's so kind of you. Thank you so much, Taylor. Okay, do we have time for one more? Or how, how are we doing? Uh, yep, one more. We're good. Last letter. This is from Laura. And this is entitled, Computer Games, Lyme Disease, and Disgusting Smells from Childhood. I'm here for it. I'm excited. <clears throat> Excuse me. To Sean, Katie, Roxy, et al. I always like et al. Okay, we're just starting off. We have, they're broken into, so computer games... I believe. Oh, no, that's the second thing. The first thing is Seattle or Ank More Pork. I will. I don't know. I'm probably pronouncing something wrong. A-N-K-H space M-O-R-P-O-R-K. Ank More Pork. The story about Seattle and the underground city made me think of Ank More Pork, or Ank, which is the main city state in Terry Pratchett's, oh, Discworld books. Somebody sent me a Terry Pratchett book, the very first one, and I read it. But um, anyway, okay, continue. Because that's all, that's all I have, period. That's the end of my story. Um, they're the kind of books where I'm constantly learning new things and going, oh, that's where he got that idea from. That's really cool. So it's like the Seattle underground gave him the idea to write. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? When you learn that authors pulled from different language, history, it's kind of cool. I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but... I know where SpongeBob is from. Yeah, from Orange County. I think you did. Yeah, Dana Point, <clears throat> mm -hmm. the the guy who create or who came up with SpongeBob. He was uh, he worked for the park system, I think, uh -huh. as a younger man, and uh, he would uh, teach kids about tide pools. Oh, and interesting. So like you know, an enemy, maybe an enemy. Yeah, those things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and he would you know lead these kids mm -hmm. on on. Uh, tours of the the tide pools cute and then as ways lead into ways he became a bajillionaire uh, you know <laughs> right because that happens to everyone uh, he took his idea i think he was working on it's not cartoon network is that where spongebob was mm -hmm. yeah okay i don't know if that's originally where spongebob got picked i'll look it up but you keep telling the story because yeah. wherever now, it what's was. the other kid network that was out there There's another oh one. um Nick Jr. Yes, Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. that, I think that's where SpongeBob uh, was from. But he was working on a show there. And when the show was done, like, you know, it, mm -hmm. 
not being canceled, but it was just done. Yeah. First episode aired on Nickelodeon, May 1st of 1999. Right. And so then he was like, I think just like a junior writer in the room or something, or maybe a PA even, I'm not sure. Oh, but he passed away. Just recently. Yeah, 57. Yeah. Stephen Hill- Hillenberg. How come he died? What happened? I don't know. Okay, sorry. But he, <laughs> uh, they asked in the, in the room mm-hmm. for that production that was closing down. ALS. Oh, shit. God damn. Okay, continue. Sorry. <sighs> that was depressing. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, but they asked in the room, "Does anyone have any ideas?" We, we, you know, we're looking mm-hmm. for ideas for shows, and he, he pitched. I believe he just pitched his idea of like a sponge that lives. Yeah. Under the sea. I don't know really. No, I didn't watch SpongeBob. You it was, didn't. It's actually really funny. It's adult like, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I know Patrick. There's Squidward and SpongeBob. Right. And Tim. Always Tim. No, but it's like. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. It's yeah. We'll have to watch it. I never watched it really. I, you know, I'd catch a moment here or mm-hmm. there, and and definitely the memes now. But I've never like watched it. Let's be honest. But because I babysat and nannied, I would watch it with the kids. Right. So I watched enough. You know. I can see how that could have got his brain juices going, though, in terms of um, you know, looking at tide pools and and mm-hmm. just it's fascinating. Living by the ocean is wonderful. Well, I think just living nature is fascinating. Yeah, and but sometimes nature is boring, right? Like you well, go today, to the desert, you're like, no, it's still cool. Fest. Do you know like how many different critters? I uh, yeah, and the and that dry surface mm-hmm. cover in the desert, I had no idea, but that's like a little little protective layer, and then mm-hmm. underneath that is, is where the all the actions go. Action. Yeah. Just today, I was because our groceries came, and I was cleaning them out, and I cut the end off of the celery. I was like, God, celery is beautiful. It looks like a little rose, you know. And it was funny, um, Harriet was like, did you put that together? And I was like, no, nature is beautiful. I just chopped it because I had to put it in water and then put it, you know, get it prepped. And that was the the celery rose. Beautiful. Okay. So she said when she's reading those kind of books where she's like, oh, that's where you got that idea from. Yes. Anyways, you guys guys maybe want to visit Seattle and go on some of those shows that you were talking about in that episode. One day, but I don't get out too much. Mm. One day, someday. Next up, computer games. We had an Amstrad or something like that, but I don't really remember playing that. It was my dad's toy. Mm. Oh, funny. But remember putting the games in and out like a tape deck. Oh, we had an Amiga. Yeah, okay. In the late 80s and had an Olympics type game, which I only remember playing the cliff diving bit because you could set the height to ridiculous highs and the guy would always be falling for like 30 seconds and the whistling sound of the falling in the award ceremonies because I really like the national anthems. Isn't it funny what you remember from childhood? I always played as Germany or Canada because they had the best anthems. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's true. <laughs> you have good anthems. Yeah. Finally, sometimes you hear a country and they've got a dud of an anthem. You're like, oh, my goodness. You know, good for them for winning whatever sport they won in the Olympics. But you're like, could this song go on any longer? Like, you're like, Jesus Christ, there should be a limit to how long national anthems can be. Right. But you know that like Russia or China would be like, we're just doing our own thing. Yeah. You guys have to wait. I don't know what the Russian one sounds like. Mm -mm. Me neither. Okay. Next story, yes. Lyme disease. I think I have Lyme disease, but haven't been diagnosed. So I was laughing about Christina's doctors that jumped straight to Lyme disease from wrist pain. <laughs> I've attached, attached pictures of the tick that lived in my leg for over a year because the doctor didn't believe me. That's terrible. 
They're a bit gross, though. I have a bit of a phobia of things being under our skin. Yeah, so maybe don't look or show at them. Show them. I don't know. I didn't realize what it was for a couple of months. We recently had a member of our community have a tick on her back, and it made her sick immediately. And the doctor was like, it must be Lyme disease. And I was doing one of my Patreon hangouts, and someone's like, ooh, a tick. And I was like, check yourself for ticks. You're making me nervous. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, because mm-hmm. getting ticks on your skin is bad for your health. Bad for your health. Okay. Um, okay. Then I so didn't realize what it was for a couple months. Then I had a doctor tell me it was just a skin tag. That's what the member of our community thought hers was, and she just pulled it off. And they were like, you got oh, it no, intact. If, you, if was, you pull it off, its head stays inside you. But hers was intact for some reason. Oh. What and kind she, of filthy critter is this thing that evolves it? Like, I, I understand putting something in my mouth to eat it, but I wouldn't stick my head into something I know. and have a meal, let alone hang out with that meal for Can like- Can we just eradicate them? Right? Eradicate them. I bet you that tick serves zero purpose. Like You say that, but then like our whole ecosystem fucking goes into- Nah, ticks. I mean, well, you know what? Chickens eat ticks. Mm-hmm. Then we wouldn't have chicken wings. I'm sure chickens could eat other things. Oh, yeah. Chickens. There's tons of bugs. They're so uh, aggressive. They'll eat everything. They are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it was a skin tag. Um, Then another uh, agree with them, despite photos showing the tick had changed position in my leg. Oh, that was when I gave up on the doctors and took it out of my leg myself. The reason people don't know that they've been bitten by a tick is because they inject an anesthetic. Oh, when they feed off of you. This was my 100% confirmation that it was a tick because I felt no pain taking the tick out of my leg whatsoever. But it started to hurt just after I got it out. That motherfucker. I feel like I should tell people not to try this at home. The Mm -hmm. whole time it was living there, Mm -hmm. it was just feeding you. It'll feed off of you. No, but. Gives you anesthetic so you don't notice it's there. Wow. Isn't that fucking disgusting? I hate them. Kill them all. That's pretty crafty though. Death to all ticks. Yeah. We we don't like the ticks. Mm Mm-mm. Okay, give me the heebie-jeebies even thinking about it. Yeah. It says, I feel like I should tell people not to try this at home, and you should reassure everyone that I removed it with very professional tools. Pimple extractors. Oh, that's smart. Dipped in alcohol. I'm still not even sure now if it gave me Lyme disease or what random symptoms I get are caused by this or whether I get a di- or getting a diagnosis would even help because the lack of research into it. And since my long-term doctor retired, I haven't found a decent replacement. Mm. Also, I hope Christina's stomach issues have been resolved. I'm behind on podcasts, so she might have already sent an update on that already. I think she did give us some update last week. So, okay. I hope you find out what it is. Um, Yeah, Lyme disease. Fuck, man. I don't even know. If they treat it early, does it? Go, is there any way to get rid of it or what to do? Or? There are. I think they're getting better at it because now they're recognizing uh, how prevalent Lyme disease is. Yeah, because like Mau Mau has it. It's everywhere. And so, you know, the the sad thing about, I guess not the sad thing, but the more people come down with something, the, the more, more money, money is, is put the, into it. Exactly. So um, I think that uh, there's all sorts of um, different courses of treatment they're trying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who have Lyme disease are, are finding success to a certain extent mm-hmm. to, to bring them back to some form of normalcy. And I could be wrong, but I, I think like uh, Maureen... Maureen, sorry. Uh-huh, um, she had uh, a, a long course of, is it antivirals? Or? I think so, the yeah. antivirals. I thought that's what she yeah, said. Yeah, and they were new antivirals, or maybe it's antibiotic. Biotic, I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, I, I know that they're, they're treated, and, and a lot of people are seem to be finding success. But I don't know if you get rid of it or if you're just like- Managing it? Yeah, like bringing your, uh, your regular levels back up. Hmm. 
I know Gigi and Bella Hadid, their two models, their mom has had it and she's like a huge advocate for like, but it needs to be more research and like right. tries to do fundraisers and like pump money because she's, she's had it for a long time and it's really affected her. I think uh, nicotinamide, <laughs> uh, they've seen some good progress with that. Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that's oh. true or not, but NAD drips and things like that. People like super vitamin, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. I hope they figure it out and I hope you get properly diagnosed and hopefully you just don't have it. Let's just fingers crossed. Okay. Moving on to language misunderstandings. Lauren's story about the drought made me laugh because I misunderstood the exact same thing when I was younger and was picturing a giraffe sticking its head through my letterbox. Oh, I was also very disappointed when there was no giraffe. <laughs> but it, start, it started my love of giraffes. I also envy their long necks. I, I think I said drought. Is that right? D-R-A-U-G-H-T, right? Okay. Sorry to second guess myself because we're talking about misunderstandings. I also envy their long necks. I'm very short and have a no neck. <laughs> I did misunderstand a lot of these types of things when I was little, like trying to find which of my sister's teeth was her sweet tooth. Oh, that's funny. Makes sense, but didn't think about it that way. Not sure what I was expecting to see there. Maybe a tooth that had pink and white stripes or a coating of sugar. <laughs> oh, there it is. A bonbon right in there. Mm. Looks like a candy cane. <laughs> okay. And my quote unquote cures hashtag. I'm not a doctor. Any fizzy drink with proper sugar in it and fried chicken like KFC is the best cure for me for any type of nausea, hangovers, medicine withdrawal induced. I get a lot when I forget to take a dose. That's interesting. I think uh, there is something to greasy foods and fizzy liquid mm -hmm. ginger ale for us when we were kids. Yeah. The best thing to eat after throwing up or having a tummy bug is those ready-made drop pancakes. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I hope this translates right across the pond. It's essentially like the batter that you already get. I think you just add water and shake yeah, it up. Yeah, okay. If that's not what you mean, let me know. Because they're bland, <laughs> like dry bread or toast with a little extra sugar for energy. I started drinking a Yakult. I've seen the, the uh, Yakult commercials. It's that little yogurty thing. It's like probiotic. Is that the green one? No. With the just, plus sign on it? No, it's just creamy okay. color. It's like a cream color. No, not the, not the color of the beverage, but the, the packaging. No, it's it's uh, like red writing oh. on a like a clear package thing. Okay. I started drinking a Yakult every day in 2018 or 2019-ish and have had much fewer colds, infections, bugs, etc. since. Mm -hmm. Also, still don't think I have had COVID despite everyone around me getting it at least once. That's You're good. You're a unicorn. Hey, yeah. I know the last ones of our friends who haven't had it have been getting it. Hmm. The scientist in me does point out mitigating factors here. Maybe COVID restrictions affected the amount of colds and bugs, etc. But Yakult tastes nice anyway, so it's worth a try if you don't already take a, pre a prebiotic. Okay. <clears throat> What's a prebiotic versus a probiotic? It I don't know. Comes before the biotic? Tinkerbite will have to let us know. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I, or Sue, Sue, our science wanker, do you know? Do Moving. we have any nutritionists in the audience or dietitians? Anybody, somebody, doctors, anybody. Somebody who knows more than us, which, you it's know, that's everybody. pretty much everybody. It's yeah. everybody. <laughs> okay, we have our final story. Someone wrote, wrote a comment. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I laughed so hard. The comment was, you're very brave, Sean. <laughs> and then they made like a smile face. You're willing to put yourself out there and say things knowing that you know that you're wrong, but you're having to fill airtime. It was like, mm. they went on, you know, and and it it's true. You just say whatever you know, and mm -hmm. and and not have the fear of you know looking like you have egg on your face. Because every episode, you know, I, I watch back the footage as I'm editing. I'm do. like, oh my 
God. I always think you do just fine. No, I know, but there's a lot of misinformation. <laughs> but nobody know. likes a know-it-all. I think it's okay to say, like, I don't know. Well, I think sometimes on the show I'm a know- not a know-it-all, but, like, I, I I guess. Like, what is it? What could that be? You know, and then I go down oh, tangents. Like, like, the Romanian. What is it they say? Like, you, oh, the Romaine and Romania. I knew that was wrong. That was so funny. But you, what do they say? Always that old adage is, like, you know enough to get yourself into trouble. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So prebiotic versus probiotic. Okay. Probiotics are foods or supplements that contain live microorganisms mm-hmm. intended to maintain or improve the good bacteria, the normal microflora in your body. Prebiotics are foods, typically high fiber foods that act as food for that microflora. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you got to feed your little pets living in your gut. Exactly. Mm. I have a doggo. What do you guys want at me. down there? We want yogurt. And that is what Yakult looks like. Oh, it's opening it. That's not what I want. See it there? Oh, on that side. Yeah. Okay, I thought the tall one. My no, eyes. that's a something cleanse something. I it just started opening Instacart and I was like, no, mm. I don't need that. Okay. And Yakult is European? Mm. It's here. Mm. I, there's commercials. I don't really know. Is it? Maybe it is. Okay. Um. I don't know what she's doing over there, but we're okay. Finally, favorite disgusting smells from childhood. The pine tree, the pine tree thing that Katie said reminded me the place that my dad worked at when I was younger had guard dogs, a lot of them. And there was one alleyway down the side of the building that had pine trees on one side and the dogs would pee and poop down there a lot. So the scent was like dog poo and pine trees. I found an alleyway that smelled similar when I was older and I loved walking down there. It's funny how like nostalgia, right? Mm -hmm. It's not that it smells good. You're just like, oh, it reminds me of a time. The other one is hard to describe because I never smelled it anywhere else. In Hong Kong, some of the streets had this weird drain smell, but it was kind of mixed with a food smell. It was definitely disgusting, but I kind of miss it now. Mm. That's like New York, the drain, like the, we were talking about like the steam that comes from the uh i think it's just a subway right yeah i would assume that i assume it's a subway underground but the steam yeah i've been holding off sending pictures oh no i've been holding off sending this because i'm working on some pictures but i only draw when i have a spare evening and those have been a few have been few and far in between as of late i think i'll send this before it reaches epic proportions and send the pictures when they're done that sounds great i hope that still makes sense i'm attaching the uh OTDM low low wag TCI postcard I made is my application to be the OTDM chair of tourism. Oh, mm. Mm. we'll bring it to the review board, certainly. If the position hasn't already been filled, mm. I'd be happy just to be the, the bursar, if not. Lots of love from England, Tinkerbite. Okay, so, oh, that's the tick. It's not that. I don't think it's that gross, but. Oh. Yeah. Terrible. So the the little part sticking out of the skin, that's its butt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. And then that's... A I tick? like... No. Oh, that's a tour. <laughs> Is that Hawaii, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I love it. I do, too. Excellent. I might be lost, but I found my keys. <laughs> I love it. Because it's OTDM land or yeah. whatever we're going to call it. You know, the yeah. OTDM L-O-W-W or whatever we're going to call it. I love this. I love it. Thank you, Tinkerbite. I I do not believe we have a chair of tourism. Uh, Is travel, no. travel, travel, Jeremy? I don't think he's our chair of tourism. Are you, Jeremy? I don't believe so. No, but, I think he just books the travel and finds good deals. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No. I think you're correct. 
So I think you can have it, Tinker Bite, but we will uh, we'll, we'll late, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait for David Redacted. Yeah. The okay. right honorable David, David Redacted. David will uh, induct you in with the ceremony mm-hmm. and uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll have a good time and yeah. there'll be a party, lots of food, you know, when you get hired. Yeah, we, leave a comment down and then I'm sure, you know, David Redacted will be on it. And yeah, there's we'll, lots of benefits being in the executive level of this, uh, this organization. So many benefits. I mean, private jets, Ferraris. Mm. Uh, we don't even get private jets at Ferraris. Well, you know, we gotta gotta keep working. We gotta work harder. <laughs> okay. With that said, our dog is pressing the doorbell. She's, she she says it's time, and we think it's time for dinner, and she's probably hungry too. That's a good point. Okay. We love you all. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening and watching and sharing this podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.